concentrated economic power corrupts the legal edifice and then converts itself into political power and then further uh, contorts and transforms and corrupts the legal edifice so that now you can't even really attack the root issue because the political economy gets warped and twisted to support the concentration of capital, which is operating like a vortex, like a black pole, like a singularity at the root of all of it. You know, something that parts of the profile get to, but kind of miss is that like, there's this sort of almost fanatic, I think, or maybe diligent look at um, how do we put up short-term, medium-term, and long-term barriers and fetters and obstacles to the concentration of economic power and, and political power by these by these autonomous actors, by these immortal persons, by corporations, right? Uh, because when you don't, then you end up getting time and time again after four decades, after five decades, after six decades, th- them freeing themselves from the shackles. Sometimes they free themselves from the shackles because they have enlisted fanatics who really believe that they needed to be free. And sometimes they just were able to do it themselves by diligently working. But nonetheless, if you're not... If you're not obsessed with it and if you're not a zealot about it, they will f- always free themselves as they have now and as we're facing now. With And I think tech companies occupy a lot of the discussion because they're the easiest to talk about and write about and because it's very clear. And also because partly because our conceptions of the digital world aren't fully formed and, 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 and wrong in a lot of instances. And so like it is easy to just like me- to throw on to them an analysis that we want versus like, the rest of the economy, which is uh, controlled by, you know, private fiefs, essentially, in large swaths of it, whether it's, you know, food production, you know, whether it's television, whether it's cultural production, you know, whether it's communication, whether it's, you know, where you get your energy, <laughs> your power from, you know, like almost mm-hmm. anything is concentrated in the hands of a few uh, corporations, a few groups, a few conspiracies, if you will, right? What is that? Adam Smith? Uh, Adam Smith line, if you see two businessmen talking to each other, it's a conspiracy or something like that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why, you know, like, you're t- like we've been talking about, you know, the, the profile is really good. I think it's a great introduction to Khan. I think it's also a really great introduction to like the problems in antitrust, the development of antitrust in relation to tech, because it also, I think one thing it also does get right is a lot of the antitrust discourse that the public was exposed to came at the, at, in terms of tech, right? Because tech was, the novel development and the one that most people had the most confused ideas about contrasted to what it actually was. Um, so in that instance, that's really all it, it needs to be in that sense, right? It, it helps develop a bit of the history, helps develop antitrust law, it helps develop her ideas a bit also about how to return to the old idea of antitrust law, but consistently, I think, still adhering to like big tech-centered um, analysis. And mm-hmm. that big tech in of itself is the is the real um, offender of um, antitrust laws. Yeah, and there's a, and, and you know, uh, I think Khan's work as well really shows that there's, there, you know, there's a lot of lessons that can be drawn from doing really rigorous critical analysis of big tech, which then, you know, as you've just been laying out, must reverberate throughout the whole economy um, as well. If, you know, if big tech wants to be on the vanguard of the global economy and by all accounts, you know, by all measures of market capitalization and so on, they are right there at the top of it. Um, then, you know, 
they 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 also must be the vanguard of uh of of where we apply new regulations, revive old regulations, and then you know apply those even wider across the economy. There there are a couple things in the profile I want to talk about before we move on to talking about this this uh, uh law review paper of 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 cons. You know, one of the things that really stood out to me is a is is a just a a, a short little thing that I had no idea about. So it goes, you know, says quote. During the presidency of Barack Obama, Amazon's relentless expansion was largely encouraged by the government. The country was emerging from a devastating recession, and Obama saw entrepreneurs like Jeff Bezos as sources of innovation and jobs. In 2013, in a speech given at an Amazon warehouse in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Obama described the company's role in bolstering the financial security of the middle class and creating stable, well-paying work. He spoke with near awe of how, during the previous Christmas rush, Amazon had sold more than 300 items per second. And then it goes on to talk about how Amazon has a close relationship with Eric Schmidt, uh, you know, former executive chairman of Alphabet, and you know the the kind of revolving door there of of uh, of Obama uh, Obama's top aides um, and jobs at tech companies. But that story alone, I had no I had no idea about Me this either. Obama speech that he gave at a at a Chattanooga Amazon warehouse. And I'm like, what a fucking massive whiff in grand Obama fashion to be it's like. Also so, it's also so funny that like it was Obama who whiffed on on tech and on antitrust. And then Biden was like, let's just put them all in. Let's put all the new Brandeisians and all the authority uh, positions instead of just giving like one or two as a, a, a as a sort of like symbolic thing to the progressives. Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, as they say in the next paragraph, it literally is night and day because of yeah. Obama. I was expecting only like one real uh, new Brandeisian appointment and that was going to be con. And I thought that they would just uh, give like a bullshit um, FTC pick, a uh, bullshit FCC pick, um, bullshit CFPP pick, bullshit uh, DOJ, you know, bullshit advisors. Uh, but that would just be con, but con wouldn't be able to do much because surrounded by bullshit. But oh, you know, uh, I, I got to eat crow, you know, and it tasted good. I mean, yeah, happily. I'm happily <laughs> in this crop over here. I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying, mm, mm, give me some more. <laughs> <laughs>